0: just watched episode 7 which was eulogy and what did
1: you think? Um, I really honestly did not like, uh, did not like the betrayal that we were seeing of Hugh. Like, I want him to be a good guy. He I is want a good him, guy. I, did, I, I can't want believe you be still a...
0: don't think he drinks respect woman juice.
1: No, he does not drink respect he woman juice. He didn't get mad
0: at his wife for holding a screwdriver to his throat. He tried to get her help. He's a good guy.
1: Yeah, but I feel like that's what makes him a bad guy is the fact that he, he loves didn't his wife. do no like, there's an extent to love. Like if somebody's threatening you with like a screwdriver, or somebody's going obviously mad by drawing across plans with your forever house there, like I think you should probably do something.
0: He did do something. What did he do? Remember they said Liv was gonna go stay with the sister. Her sister. That ends up raising the kids after everything happens.
1: True, true. But then when the he, she's talking to the police officer, or he's talking to the police officer... He's like, I don't know where my wife went. I don't know. I assume that she left. Like, he doesn't ever really check up on it, which I I don't know.
0: Maybe she lied. She could just pretend she was at her sister's and be, like, I don't know, hiding at the Dudleys or hiding outside. No,
1: it could be. And we did learn a lot about the Dudleys this episode, which was interesting.
0: I don't know. I Like, it's good to have more story, but I didn't really like this episode. This episode and Two Storms are both very... Story heavy like background story heavy, which is fine, but it just kind of felt like too long Like it felt a lot. It felt like it was the longest episode we've watched so far
1: It was a longer episode not as much action
0: in comparison to like it. Ben Lady, which is like very much Riveting but maybe it's because I love Mel
1: Yeah, no, it, it definitely there was a, a change of pace in this one, but I felt like honestly, though mm. I felt like there wasn't enough story I wanted to know more about, about their relationship. Hugh. About Hugh and Olivia's relationship. Yeah. I felt like they didn't go enough in that direction. We got story, and they hinted at it. They hinted at it being problems. You can see cracks in the relationship. Yeah. But they stopped.
0: I mean, I only watched episode uh, 8. It's like the last episode I can remember. They talk a little bit about it, but from... My understanding, unless they do a lot, a lot of story in 9 and 10, I don't think they really tell you a whole lot. Maybe it's different for the book. Oh, yeah. I think you kind of just have to imagine. Because, I mean, like, they seem like they're okay, but they do definitely have some weak points. They
1: definitely <laughs> do have yes, I do agree with that. And so that was my biggest qualm with it, was the fact that they didn't go back enough. We got Dudley backstory, though, which was very... Very interesting. But I think we do need to do our recap here before we get into it um, yes. real quick. So a couple things. If you haven't watched this episode yet, what you find out is, one, the funeral happens in this episode. So you see the fallout with the family. Um, you see Hugh trying to interact with the family that he has not seen
0: in years. In years.
1: Um, what would, what would be the next thing that we need to recap? Luke sees
0: Olivia at the gravesite, trying to drag him down.
1: That's true, Luke Just, sees Olivia. So
0: it makes me think that Luke is the most in tune with the house, other than now. They were both the youngest, so, so I wonder if it has something to do with it. It always Just, makes me think of, like, Polar Express, with, like, the bell. And oh, as you get yeah. older as you get older, you like, you can't hear it.
1: Mm-hmm. So it always makes me think of I that. think I mentioned, th- or we both talked about that a Probably. little bit in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the funeral happens... Hugh and Younger Hugh. Okay, Younger Hugh, uh, Hugh...
0: Younger Hugh is Elliot from E.T. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that so weird?
1: That is a real I've only watched E.T.
0: E.T. like once and it was traumatic.
1: I like E.T. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> um, but uh, so Younger Hugh discovers that there's black mold in the house.
0: And water damage. And
1: water damage. They find uh, who were... We think is Mr. Hill.
0: No, it is Mr. Hill.
1: It is Mr. Hill.
0: Yeah, they're like, cause they hear, but they hear scratching inside the wall. Yeah. When they're trying to like, hack at the walls to get the mold out and like assess the water damage, and then they find William Hill's like, bones, and his cane and stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah. So find William Hill, and then I think the last thing that that would be a good recap to be able to take away from this is the fact that um, at the end. Hugh still can't fix anything. Like, you have the conversation where he's pushing um, Shirley in the car, like, pushing for information, pushing for reconciliation between her and uh, Theo. Mm -hmm. And Olivia's like, don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't push it. Don't. And he keeps doing it, and it pushes them farther away. So you can see that while he may be a very good handyman and good at flipping houses, bar the Hill House... He's not good emotionally mm-hmm. for his children, yeah. um, and so you also see Luke disappears yep. at the very end. Yep. yep. And, it's really and we just saw him right. We just yeah. saw him get redeemed. Has he turned back to uh, the alcohol and the drugs? Can he just not take it? Um, Is that what
0: you think he's doing?
1: It, you know, I really don't want to believe that, but I feel like that would be the easiest route for it to go. What? But I was thinking the other day, it has been a while since we've watched this, but I was thinking just last night that maybe there was some sort of symbolism of Olivia dragging him back into the coffin with him maybe turning back to alcohol and the stuff that he used to cope with as he's being dragged back to the hill house. Like, maybe that was like kind of like a visual, kind of just symbolic. I don't know. I, I just think... He's trying to get away from it. He's not having these visions like everybody else. He does have that twin connection. I thought you said tweak. (laughs) (laughs) No. So uh, he does have that twin connection. And now he's starting to see Olivia and being drawn back into that grave, drawn back into that world that he's been trying to escape from.
0: He definitely married an English major.
1: Why do you say that?
0: Wow, you're looking for a lot of symbolism in here. <laughs> I mean, well, you may be right. You may be right.
1: I, I just, know. I think that every time you decide to create something, whether it's a book adaptation or movie adaptation or what have you, there's a reason why you write somebody the way that they are. It may not be as deep as I'm trying to go yeah. for it, but I, I do feel like That's there's true. there's an importance to it.
0: It's important. Right. I would just love to make a movie or a show and just put a bunch of random things in there, and people would be like, see, that tire? That tire means something. It's just right in the middle of the road, and it would mean nothing. I would just do it for fun.
1: Yeah, but it's it does like, mean something, though. It means that you're just deciding to mess yeah, with the like, audience, and then they would like, figure it out. It's
0: like when people try and hunt for symbolism, and they're like, the tire symbolizes like the emptiness inside and stuff, and it's like, no, it's just a tire. Do you remember C.S. Lewis? Yes. When he, like, someone told him, like, oh, you could never put a lamppost in them something so he just like wrote it in one of his books and he's like here's a lamppost yeah and but to bad stuff though the <laughs> it's just it's just has spiking. grown
1: into something it's just to be funny. able to I so mean, you're one of those people that um just likes to see the world burn is that what you're saying
0: i think i was a fae in another life yeah
1: well okay i can definitely see that that, that <laughs> fae tracing coming back you just love causing chaos
0: i have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about the chaos emeralds anyways <clears throat> anyways uh the deadlies and then Luke, and then, but at the very end, do you remember the ending scene? When he, the, he's talking to the cop who's trying to do both good cop and bad cop, who's trying to, like, basically coach him into, like, confessing something he might yeah. have not done, which is stupid. But anyways, the very end, he's like, well, what did you see? And he's like, well, they were saying that the red room was open, and it shows him, like, running, and the red room's all the way open with the lights on. Right. And then it cuts to black, and he's like, the red room was locked. Like, it's always been locked. So he was lying. Isn't that so weird?
1: Is he lying, though, or was it open in his mind?
0: That's No, that's the thing. He was lying to the cop. Because oh. he's like, well, the door was locked. It's always been locked. But then it shows that him, like, running to the door. But then I just don't... Because, I mean, they don't explain it in episode 8. At least I don't remember. I haven't watched episode 8 in, like, almost a year, half a year.
1: Yeah, it's been a while.
0: But, um yeah. So I don't know if that's before or after
1: Olivia dies. Well, the, he, when Olivia is having her psychotic breakdowns, so you can obviously see that stuff is, is wrong. If you look back at how Olivia's portrayed in the first episode to how she's portrayed in episode 7... You can see that slowly, her hair is starting to be less taken care of. She's turning more pale. She's wearing a nightgown more often, like or like, like a dress. There's I exist, nothing wrong. I insist
0: all the time with frizzy hair.
1: I do realize this, and you are a fake so that causes you, chaos. So you admit so that
0: I have frizzy hair.
1: You do have frizzy hair. You I'll said tell it you. yourself.
0: You don't like that. But what head. I'm saying
1: is, what I'm saying is, Olivia is <laughs> definitely, her presentation from episode one to episode seven has changed. Yeah. You can see that the house is working on Going
0: her. from wearing sundresses and sketching in the room and talking to Mrs. Dudley to being holed up, holding a screwdriver in her sleep. Right. and She seems a lot shakier. Like, she seems nervous.
1: You can definitely tell that it's taking a toll on her, both physically and mentally, as we're going through this. So that is a huge change and a huge thing that you can... That you can see Uh, whether the red room has been open I wonder if the red room has always been open to those who are susceptible to the house and only those who aren't susceptible to the house or those who have not yet started to believe in it, or, or let it in, can't get it.
0: Well, then who would it be open to? Only Olivia? Because the Olivia, the episode, Nell, Luke... Well, the first would... episode, those little girls, Sha, Cheryl and mm-hmm. Nell, yeah. they try and get in, and they can't... Right, and it hasn't
1: started yet with them. But also Cheryl and Theo, or was it Cheryl and Nell at the very beginning?
0: When they're looking for the way to get in? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Nell. It's Nell. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so I've... You know, but you can see that somebody's underneath the door. That's right. Um... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just the start of when you're believing in it. You know, like voodoo, like, you got you got voodoo and hoodoo, right? Are you saying you...
0: this because we watched Princess and the Frog the other day? No,
1: I'm actually saying this because of a movie that I watched in high school called The Skeleton Key. Okay? Skeleton Key yeah, is a no it does not have nick cage in. I don't want to hear about um nick cage is not the be-all end-all of actors nick cage is nick cage in every single movie that you've seen if you've seen him in one you have seen him in all and i will die on that hill <laughs> forever he's
0: like not the bees <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that movie it's not Wickerman, man but a
1: basket,
0: I've never seen it. It's Rain Man. No, yes, yeah. yes, I told you we've had
1: this conversation. No, it is not Nicolas Cage, it is Skeleton Key. Um, it, it, a great film, but in this film, and I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who's who might watch it. Nick Cage dies. No, Nick Cage is not he's in not it, he's not
0: in it, yeah, because he's died.
1: Okay, so yes, Nick Cage died. There's your spoiler, spoiler <laughs>
0: You know, one day this is someone's gonna listen to this, and Nick Cage will just die. We're gonna be framed for it. Bless, Nick Cage. Rest in peace,
1: Nicky. Yeah, RIP.
0: Anyway, Skeleton Key. Are you gonna
1: let me finish my story this time? If you're lucky. If I'm lucky, okay. Well, I guess I'll take it with what I can. <laughs> um, the the main character is a hospice worker who's called into the bayous uh, outside of New Orleans to take care of a couple. Okay, and the the wife is fine, but the the husband is immobile um completely paralyzed um and she starts finding different symbols and different writings and thinks that she's kind of this person who's there is you know practicing what she thinks is voodoo so she goes oh, into the town we've yes. watched this i showed Jalees this
0: Ferran to you or nicole kid it's like some blonde lady that was really popular yeah
1: i don't remember off the top of my oh, head google it okay google it um while you're googling it though i'll finish my recap she goes into uh-huh. the town she uh talks to a, a um like a witch doctor it's kate hudson kate hudson so, Kate Hudson goes into town, talks to a witch doctor, and the witch doctor is like, oh yeah, like, those type of things, like, we have, we have, like, the front of the stores for the, kind of, the, the people who come in and are just looking for, like, little trinkets or whatever, like, the touristy type things, but if you go into the back, you can actually learn voodoo, vo- uh, which is the religion, and hoodoo can only touch you if you believe in it.
0: So you think that the house haunts those who are susceptible?
1: Right, so if you believe that the house is haunted, or you believe that it could be, that's when the house can actually interact with you. That's when the red room is open. That's when you start seeing things. So
0: I think that's why Steve and Hugh were never really affected by
1: it as much. Right, because they never but... wanted to believe in it, or they never had a real reason to believe it. And at least with Hugh, because he can fix things, okay? Mm. He just sees it as another thing that he needs to fix, not as something that's purposely getting in his way and wrecking his family.
0: Isn't it interesting to see the different, like, characteristics they all have of each other? Like, Shirley definitely gets that from Hugh. The, like, need to fix things. Just, like, the compulsive need. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting. I think Olivia's a lot like, no. But also, just by saying that, I, I mean, I'm not trying to fight it. I'm just thinking about the Two Storms episode where the yeah. kids think they see, like, some dog...
1: Yeah, the dog, right yeah. to the
0: kitchen. How come... Do you think they all saw it just because they were in, like, a big group? Well, like, the non-believers and the believers?
1: Well, I also think it could be something like shared psychosis. Everybody else is freaking out. You think you see something, whether you actually saw the dog with red glowing eyes like it's reported or you see something come into the house, Mm -hmm. it's easier to believe with everybody else than to be the lone person standing there saying, nope, you're all crazy. I don't know what it is. Um, At least with me in my own life, if I've not been able to see something that other people are seeing and I don't feel like it's something like a life and death matter, it's easier to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally, totally saw that, totally saw that, and just, like, move on, because if I'm like, what no, I didn't follower. see that. Mm. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But, like, it's a lot easier to do that, you know, and especially um, with children who don't want to be ostracized by their parents.
0: And if I guess if you're with your older siblings. Right. If they think they see it, you're like, yeah, I saw it. No, that makes sense. As a youngest, I, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so you would you would say that, or you would it would be easier to believe that, Yeah. or at least say that you believe that. Thinking in your head, you know what? I really actually didn't see that. But if it helps them, if it helps solve this issue, then you know we can move on from it.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's a good point.
1: Um, but back to Hugh trying to fix things. You see. His veneer of this like dad that can kind of roll with the punches break. I mean, when mm-hmm. when he gets his hand ch- essentially chopped, cut open by the that industrial fan that's trying to dry yeah. out the black mold, you see that underneath that that hue exterior. There's 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 some anger there, and there's some frustration. I'm, I, I mean,
0: that'll come if you get your hand sliced open.
1: True, but I, I'm saying like he can crack. And we've seen that a couple times yeah. in, in the show, even beyond just him getting hacked by the fan. Like, when h- him and How Steve... How many nasty adjectives do you think we can use
0: in terms of cut? What? He cut his hand open, he hacked his hand open, he sliced his hand open.
1: I don't know. Uh, probably a lot.
0: Some, someone in listening to this is going to throw up. Anyways. Yeah, and it's really sad because you see... little Steve, and when he's younger, he just loves his dad so much, and, like, his dad and him, like, he just feels so special, because his dad's always like, oh, he's not a little boy, like, he's a grown-up, like, he can handle big things, he's my oldest, and then as soon as he gets his hand cut, which wasn't Steve's fault, he's like, you've done enough, pal, why don't you go play, like, just go do something else, you've helped enough, and it's so sad, because, I mean, he didn't do it, it was the house.
1: Or did he? (laughs) Is Steve really...
0: Steve's a ghost.
1: No, he's not the ghost. What if he's actually the killer?
0: There's no killer. No one's died.
1: Nellie no, and Olivia are d- definitely dead. But they
0: were little. He was little at the time. No one hey, died you then. you know
1: what? I've heard of... What is it? Lizzie Bodden? It was it a child who axed her parents to death?
0: I've never heard of it, so I don't think it's true. I
1: know. There's a lot of things in life that you probably have not heard of that are true.
0: I don't recall.
1: You know, that's fine. That's fine. We will educate you, and we will come back as better people later.
0: Anyways, um, no. yeah, I don't. it just makes me sad. Just like to see it, because whoever the little boy is is a really good actor, because he definitely portrays the like kicked puppy look as soon as oh, he's yeah. like, go upstairs and play. Like, you've done it, he's like, I'm sorry, Dad.
1: Yeah, he definitely...
0: Good actor. Good
1: actor. Definitely uh, puts that forward. Um, I was thinking, um, do you, have you read, Ed, oh man, you already talked about the English major thing. I was going to say, have you read Edgar Allan Poe, oh, but, um. Yeah,
0: I've read Edgar
1: Allan Poe. Yeah, it was.
0: Every kid who ever went through an emo phase is <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe.
1: But have you read the one, um, where the guy breaks himself up in the wall? Uh.
0: The one I remember the most is Telltale
1: Heart. Yeah, that's again the email phase. That one would definitely be the one that would (laughs) that would uh, come up most.
0: Oh, good times, good times.
1: One of mine. Yeah, it's The Mask of the Red Death. Is the one that I'm thinking of right here, where the the person locks himself up or walls himself, breaks himself up in a wall. Yeah, and when the police are pulling out, it's like, oh, you solved this case. Uh, this cold case has been around for a really, really long time um, about William Hill, you know, that they, they're walking him out. And, like, the evidence was, uh, or one of the pieces that they shared was, it's obviously that he bricked himself in. So I'm just wondering, my question to you, just as a thought, why would he be bricking himself in? Why, What is he bricking himself in because he's, like, having a psychotic breakdown is he breaking himself in because he's trying to avoid society or is he breaking himself in because he's scared of what he will do because he's in that house and we're seeing how that house just unravels families it's
0: like the shining everything ties back to the shining i don't know i mean i'm not 100 sure if he breaked himself in like yeah him as a person but also just like Livia was holding a screwdriver to Hugh's throat because she was like possessed by the house. He could have done that when he was possessed because they were saying he tried to scratch his way out. He might have snapped out of it and been like, oh, oh shoot. <laughs> they just kind of like claw his way out. I don't know though. I don't, like honestly the Hill family is I think the most mysterious because the question I've had this entire show is why, why is the house haunted? Right. Like because the Hill family lived there like their whole lives, well, like the kids did pretty much, but... They died naturally. Hazel died just of old age. I mean, William died, of, I guess, suicide or it, murder.
1: It, yeah, suicide or murder. She, she died, died prematurely. Yeah.
0: Um, Poppy Hill, I think she died at a normal age. I don't really remember. But like, they lived there a lot longer than the Cranes did, and no one had like died. So it makes me wonder: Did the are the hills the one haunting it? did they like build it on some like ancient spirit ground like did they do like some weird ritual you move
1: the tombstones but you didn't move the bodies
0: what is that from
1: poltergeist
0: I've never seen poltergeist oh
1: we have so much to teach okay yeah poltergeist so that one the house is built on an old Indian graveyard uh-huh. And they move the tombstones. But they, they don't move the bodies. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. See, so I know. I know this movie already. No, it, that's not everything. Uh, they also go into this like, ectoplasma world. And like, it's... Yeah. Is the
0: Poltergeist the one with the creepy doll face?
1: Uh, the newer one focuses more on the doll. The yeah. older one isn't as much doll-focused.
0: Mm. Maybe we'll watch it one day.
1: Uh, it, it's good. We I'm, trying to it. get, I'm trying we'll to get to more into
0: scary movies.
1: Okay. Um, I'll take that question. And I'll see you another question though.
0: That's not answering my question though.
1: Okay, so here I I will try and attempt to answer it as best as I can. Do it. I don't know. There. Now we we'll move on. I'm just kidding. Um. You I've know, never been so disrespected in my life. I do think with and this is just me again reading into it as much as I've been doing, and you've called me out on this before. But <laughs> with William. Okay. Hill. Yes supposedly walling himself into the house. I think they were actually haunted. Um, and William was the one who was most susceptible. And again, this is just me reading into it, my own pet theory. Okay, so take this with a grain of salt. Pet theory?
0: Okay, pet theory. What'd you name it? William. Hmm.
1: Lame. okay. Um, okay, so the reason why the hills survived is because the person who was most susceptible to the house, William, walled himself away.
0: So you think it's because the house needed a
1: sacrifice? Was it a sacrifice? Or was it, like, we talked about this. I think this was episode four. We had that conversation of whether we think Olivia is out to kill the kids or if she's trying to save the kids when, Nellie, when Nell they does. They might not
0: be mutually exclusive, though.
1: They might not be. Right. But we had that conversation, remember, yeah. whether with Nell's suicide. That was episode four, right? Five. 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 Yeah, okay, so five. And Nell kills herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, or suicide, or, or whatever happened with Olivia. What if William walls himself away because he's trying to save his family from the house? It could be. And Olivia doesn't have the strength to do it, or she couldn't get out to it, or she didn't, you know, think of it died? that way. Or she could have died before it could have happened. But that's that's my thought. Okay? okay. The house affects everybody the same, but maybe William was the one who was the most susceptible, and he walled himself away. Could be. And so that allowed the family to be able to continue, whereas the Hill House, I don't see Olivia picking up a bunch of bricks at the local brickyard, bringing it in and masoning herself away in the cellar.
0: That'd be unique. She knows screwdrivers.
1: Yeah, okay. But Is a
0: screwdriver a drink?
1: Yeah, it is a drink, What's yes. What's in it? I believe screwdrivers, vodka, and orange juice. Really? Yes.
0: What? Okay. That makes me mad. Why would you call it a screwdriver? I don't know. Yeah, what would sense.
1: you what, uh, what would you put as a different name? Well, it just
0: makes me think of that one Office episode, like an orange vodjuska. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he's like, wow, I can't believe, like, no one's made a name for it. Like, <laughs> but I just didn't know it was, like, a screwdriver. I thought it was. What's a mimosa? Uh,
1: mimosa is. Is that champagne? Sh- mm, I don't remember what a mimosa it's is, like a but it does tr- have orange like,
0: It's it. probably a champagne.
1: I think it could be. I don't know. We could also I, Google that. I don't as well. think
0: anyone would drink vodka at brunch. Unless they're really, really good.
1: I mean, we just. Ashley and I just finished. Um, you know Mimosa? No. Ashley and I just finished reading Jillian um, Flynn's Sharp Objects, and she was drinking vodka, like. Sharp Vodges? All the time.
0: She wrote that? Yeah. Oh, Amy Adams is in that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch well,
1: that. Well, we watched the HBO show. We definitely like the book better than that. Is
0: Reese Witherspoon
1: in that too? No, Reese Witherspoon is not in that one. Oh, okay.
0: We're going to it. Okay. Anyways.
1: But back to, <laughs> back to it. So I think this is my pet theory, again, my William theory, is that William walls himself away, and that's why the house doesn't affect the okay. Hill family as much. Okay. But um, what about the Dudleys, though? Because the Dudleys also are affected. I mean, yeah, but missed, only after night. Which is kind of an interesting thing.
0: I think that's when the house is most active.
1: Well, that's usually when most hauntings happen, is at night.
0: Yeah.
1: which, But, I mean, that story for the Dudleys I
0: know. was heartbreaking. I know. Clara.
1: Yeah, Clara wanted to have a, a baby. She had a miscarriage. had a miscarriage. In the house, because the hill matron would not let her leave would not let her take the time off yeah. and now they hear baby crying every time that she was there at night
0: yeah
1: now at the start of this episode
0: mm-hmm.
1: you hear a baby crying do you yes I don't the story you the you you hear baby crying hugh goes into the room and it's just after nell saw the neck lady the first time that we saw it you don't see the neck lady this time yeah you can see that nell's been crying but That was not Nell crying at the beginning. That was a baby crying.
0: I mean, since she had a miscarriage on the house common, she could be the baby's spirit.
1: Yeah, I mean... Could be
0: like Murder House. It could be. American Horror Story.
1: Yeah, just everything, everybody who dies here, all those feelings are trapped there. Isn't there like a Japanese superstition that if somebody who dies in great anger or great fear is left to like, haunt the area where they... Where they uh, they pass, I think that was like at the beginning of the Grudge movie that they, they wrote it out, and I looked it up, and I remember seeing something similar to it um, on that. But like maybe that's that's the idea. If you have great emotion, fear, anger, you know that that remnant of it stays remains. You
0: know, there's this one Japanese like scary story about this lady who has like a cut up face, and she asks you if she she looks pretty. And if you say yes, she kills you. If you say no, she kills you, you know the only way you survive. Silence. You tell her she looks just okay. Isn't that the funniest thing?
1: No, I haven't <laughs> heard that pretty? one. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, you can live. <laughs> you know what, I'm chill. You know what, yeah, you, it, you were pretty honest yeah, right there. Because like,
0: if you tell her no, I think it's that like, she like beheads you or something. And if you tell her she does look pretty, then she cuts up your face like hers. Hmm. So then you're like, oh, you, you know, you're fine, you're okay. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs>
1: she just leaves. <laughs> you know what? I've been waiting thousands of years for somebody to just tell me that it's, I was okay, that I was running so in the middle funny. of a pack. I just it's love okay. Flying
0: right under the radar, it's big media. Yeah, so I don't funny. want too much
1: attention. And so you, you helped me keep my pride in check, but you also didn't co- completely like wipe me out on that one. So you know what? We're chill. That's
0: so funny. To Be me. on your way. What a spiteful ghost. Anyways, I
1: got off topic. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that's actually kind of interesting. I was thinking just the other day... It's I like I we're- tweeted it. Maybe you did. I, I
0: tweeted it. I'm going to
1: have to go find that. Yeah, now. I'll send it to you. Um, but no, I was just thinking, like, we're, we're getting... We're- kind of wrapping down or running down out of episodes. There's only a couple left. And it's like, what are we yeah. going to do next after this? Maybe we just tell funny stories that we've heard. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe it would be even funnier. We, like, look up, uh, like, we look up, like, scary stories or, like, hauntings or stuff like that, and then we tell our own versions <laughs> and see which one's better.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll find another episode. Um, we, we took a poll on Twitter, and right now I think the... Uh, the poll statistics have most people leaning for us to do Westworld.
0: Oh uh, um, welcome to Westworld.
1: Which would be a complete, kind of just different... Did you like my Southern impression? Yes, I did.
0: Ha! Welcome to Westworld.
1: But I think, uh, <laughs> it would just be different than the style of what we're doing. We also talked about doing The Outsider, um, which is a Stephen King
0: oh. show
1: that is also on, uh, HBO.
0: No one voted for Castle Rock. I know. That's surprising. That was surprising.
1: It's because of that eye. His eye movements just freak everybody else out. Well, I mean,
0: he's got a whole family of actors in his family. That's true.
1: But let's let's bring this home. What are the final things that we feel like we need to talk about um, about this episode, really?
0: Luke is definitely the most in danger, in my opinion, from Hill House. He's... Mm -hmm. But I mean, then again, Theo saw Olivia when the Forever House got wrecked. Right. Yeah, so I mean, Theo's getting more. So it makes me wonder if Olivia's just targeting each of the kids. So if like Shirley's next, and then Stephen.
1: And just slowly, like, works through her targets. The easiest targets, low hanging fruit first, because Luke was already more attached to it. He had the twin thing. Yeah. Then Theo has.
0: She saw it at the Forever House, but it makes me wonder: Was she waiting? Was Olivia waiting for Shirley? Because she was like, she destroyed the Forever House, and she was hiding under the desk. So it makes me wonder if it was only appearing to Theo because Theo was in the room or if like dead Olivia was just hiding under the, like, waiting for Shirley to come and see.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That, that's kind of interesting. I don't know if she, it was like like a triggered trap because they were waiting for Shirley or yeah, it's just yeah. whoever came into the room first. Yeah, I don't know. But don't know.
0: everyone's definitely getting more haunted.
1: But yeah, Luke, definitely number one person that we're worried about right now. My baby. Um, Theo probably next. I think she's yeah. she's starting to unravel, and not, her right. life choices also aren't that aren't that great at the moment. Yeah. Um, Shirley, I think is just. I think if there's anybody who's actually going to commit a murder, it's going to be Shirley at this point. <laughs> <laughs> she's like if she could just grab a knife and stab somebody with no repercussions I'm pretty sure she would have done it. Already. She really just
0: got a lot of feelings. Yeah, a lot of feelings. She's and she's not
1: even Theo taking other people's feelings she's on. She's just
0: very angry all the time. Um,
1: but I think in the end what what I most want to kind of take away from this is just Hugh i think hugh is the crutch to all of this he's not only the person who knows exactly what happened that night at, at the most the most out of everybody that's left but too he's the one who everybody's looking for validation whether it's physical uh, validation you know an acceptance um, like physical comfort or it's just being accepted again as you know a father and son father and daughter but having that emotional connection i feel like hugh is going to need to step up big in the next episode or else we're gonna start losing people because he needs to either figure out um one how to control his instinct to try and fix people without listening to olivia's little voice on the on his shoulder telling him kind of like guiding him because remember who which of the children was he talking to where olivia was standing there and trying to like coach him through and then he decides not to say it
0: you mean when steve they were saying goodbye to each other
1: no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, because it's like, sorry, I wasn't there for you. Sorry right, to listen. Right, like, right. yeah, you fly safe. You know, right, exactly. Sound.
1: So it's like either he needs to figure out how to control his own emotions and control his own uh, desire to fix things and ignore Olivia, or yeah, he needs to autonomous. buy into buy in what Olivia's talking to. Because while she is crazy, and we still don't know exactly how that played out, Mm-hmm. That advice that she was giving as she was standing it was in front of Steve was solid. Yeah. Solid advice. Good. And you notice, like, he kind of, he's still doing that picking and choosing thing. He's, like, picking and choosing what to say and when to listen to her. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's still choosing the wrong option mm-hmm. at the worst time, you know, yeah. um, and then he chooses the right option at times that don't have his, other people's lives at stake, and it's like, no, no, let's switch that, let's have you choose the wrong option when Steve is leaving, you know, flying on an airplane, and choose the right option, um, you know, when Steve needed that support you know, at a different point, you know, like, maybe just flip it, Yeah. um, but yeah, I think Hugh is gonna need to stand up, if he is the hero that you purport him to be this man's man who loves who I mean, uh, who loves drinks yeah yeah he drinks the respect women juice yep. he's going to have to step up and come to bat in this next episode or else i'm writing him out he it will be part of the reason why this family goes down if they go down
0: if anyone's the reason why this family goes down it's because of you tearing he, down Hugh
1: this is already he
0: respects women alex
1: no i don't believe it i don't believe it until he steps up and comes to bat I am sorry I am not in the hue camp, I am not.
0: I'll remember this.
1: That's fine. You can call me on it. Um, I will. Later. I mean, we've already called me an English major, even though I didn't. that. I said that. you're
0: married to an
1: English major. Married to an English major, all the same. Maybe that's why Beamed. I'm pulling my. Li- <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm pulling all that literature stuff out. Okay, well let's um, let's finish this out. What uh, what's our rating for this episode? Shelby.
0: What is my rating? Hmm. I mean, don't we usually do IMDb?
1: Yeah, say IMDb rating.
0: It's out of five, right?
1: Yeah, out of five. I mean, you did popcorn the one time as we've kind of stumbled. Ooh, with I'll
0: do chicken nuggets. Chicken. Yeah, this will be like thirty-five out of forty-seven. No, 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 no. no. Let's
1: let's keep. Why? The, let's keep the level. What's the wrong same? with a
0: little bit of? What's wrong with a little bit of chicken nuggets?
1: No, we don't need our cheeky naggies right don't now. Don't say okay? that.
0: you're make me so
1: bad. <laughs> no, we need we need stick with the same rating system. You can change the you can change the thing that you're rating it with, My but creativity it's out of five. is
0: being suffocated. Uh,
1: out of all the things that you could accuse me of I'm suffocating dying. at this point.
0: Okay, I'll give it a three point seven out of five
1: stars. 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 Okay. I
0: didn't really care for this
1: episode. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not even going to come to bat for it on this episode. It, like, it was yeah. great to see some storyline. It was great to see that progress. But at the same time, Luke, the guy who I'm rooting for, disappears again, probably to get back into his drugs. Hugh still hasn't come to bat for things. And, yeah, there just wasn't enough background story or at least the background story that I was hoping to, to be able to detail. be yeah. able to clear up some things in my mind so Damn. yeah I'm not I'm not defending you this time um, in episode 7
0: eulogy
1: eulogy I'm not defending you, you know, you're sticking with that 3.7 but yeah uh, this one will be a little bit shorter but be definitely looking for episode 8. Um, and possibly episode 9 in the next couple weeks. We're hoping to be able to finish recording, watch those, and record those uh, before we finish up with our COVID-19 quarantine um, when I need to head back up to um, Utah to be able to return to my job um, online, not out talking to people, but uh, need to be able to do that. So episode 7 will be going up later today um and then we will be putting out uh episode eight and hopefully episode nine by the end of this week uh but yeah thank you for listening this is for our entertainment i'm alex and this is shelby yeah see you next time Bye bye